Hey, Amanda. Hey, Tommy. Hey, who's that girl? Is it Jess? It is, and I kind of gave away what we're talking about today, didn't I? That's okay. It's one of my favorite shows of all time. Is it New Girl? It is New Girl, and that's what we're going to be talking about today. On Can We Talk About? What is this? The Jewish star, I just said that. Hey, hey, Schmidt, just... This is so terrible. You gave me a cookie, I gave you a cookie. You gave me a cookie, gave you a cookie. Gave me cookie, guy, you cookie. You gave me cookie, I got you cookie, man. Gave me cookie, guy, you cookie. We're even. We're even, Schmidt. Can we talk about New Girl? Oh, who's that girl? It's Jess. <laughs> Sorry, it was like very announcer. It's so good. No, I. Who's, who's that, that girl? girl? Yeah. <laughs> I love New Girl. I love New Girl since the beginning. I don't mean to just jump headfirst into it, but. This is one of the shows that in my entertainment background past, I received as a screener in like over the summer or going into the fall back when it premiered. And I think it was 2011. Yeah. Maybe it was the same year. Now I'm second guessing myself. But was this the same year that Glee premiered? No, it was not. Okay. This is a couple years after that. But I used to get a bunch of Fox screeners and... There are two that stand out to me as like, oh, wow, like that, like I watched it and I went, ran to my wife to say, you've watched this. This is really good. And that was Glee. And then it was just, just to be clear, just the, the pilot episode of Glee. I didn't, I fell off of that real quick, but then it was New Girl, which um, I thought was great from the pilot. It is probably one of my top comfort shows. Really? Yeah. I, I have rewatched a show a lot. Yeah. Well, it's funny. I didn't realize how, I fell off of it just to be clear. Right. I think. This is going to be the one where you know a lot more than I do about the thing we're talking about because um, I watched it initially probably like the first season and then sort of fell off and have watched episodes here and there. But like if you ask me some like details about the show, uh, you're not going to have a- <laughs> I'm Yeah, I'm, I, I, I know most of the details. I know details about the show, like the bullet points, I guess. But as far as like being able to recite and know like what season something happened or like what episode this happened or anything like that. No, but that's not to say that like this is which I also think is great because we haven't really gone over something before where like you were the super fan and I was the, you know, not not as far into it as you. Okay, well, I did not watch it from the beginning. I wish I had. Yeah, but this was one of those things where I watched it here and there would see clips here and there I was like that show seems so funny and I'm not sure where I initially started watching it but I know once it hit Netflix yeah like the minute it hit Netflix I was like oh great I've wanted to watch a show beginning to end so I definitely did and yeah. I do continue to do it over and over I was gonna say a lot of people did I was going back and, and doing some research as we were going into this and I didn't realize how popular it got because it went on Netflix to the point where people don't even there are some people who don't even realize this wasn't a Netflix show some people think this was a Netflix show yeah and which is so crazy because it's not you can feel the time difference like you can feel yeah. that it's not a show made in 2019 2020 right you can feel the 2011 difference like everybody doesn't have a cell phone everybody's right. not you barely <laughs> talk about social media I don't even think really social media is talked about that much in the show at all yeah. I mean, the closest you get to some like technological or like internet y thing is like she meets her roommates off of Craigslist. 
Yeah, a Craigslist listing, which is also so 2011. <laughs> it's like, is Craigslist still used for that? I feel like I don't know, Craigslist but I is... went through a real Craigslist phase where I was like, ooh, I can find free stuff. Ooh, I can find apartments. I wasn't even moving anywhere. I don't yeah. know. I just loved the idea of Craigslist. Actually, yeah. very funny sidebar. My father, who is technologically just inept, is saying yeah. it nicely. We were at a hospital for something. Somebody was in the hospital, one of our family members, and he was looking for a car part. And he's like, there was a computer in the hospital waiting room because it was like very severe. So they had a computer set up there for you. And he's looking for something. He's like, I can't find it. Can you help me? I was like, sure. I was like, where are you? He's like, I'm on Greg's list. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Greg? where? He's like, it's not coming up. There's something wrong with this computer. The internet's not working. That man wrote G-R-E-G-G-S-L-I-S-T dot com. He's like, I always find stuff on Craigslist. Why isn't this working? I was like, oh, my fuckity fuck. It's yeah. Craigslist, dad. He's like, no, it's yeah. Craigslist. And I was like, yeah. all right, you keep going with Mr. Greg over there. I mean, now uh, you're giving me ideas. I mean, I feel like if there is no Craigslist, we should just go register it right now. Register to Craigslist? Yeah. It's uh, oh, Craig's brother. You'd have one customer, my father, yeah. who probably still types it in. And who's well, I mean, browser. I would imagine it's not just your dad. I'm, I'm imagining there's a few other men. Dads. dads <laughs> a few other dads out there. Out there. Oh, I'm going to go to Greg's list. Greg's you know. list. So that's a sidebar. Apologize. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so this show was written by Liz Merriweather, who, oddly enough, this is the first show she ever created. Yeah, I was, this is her I number was going one. over. I didn't realize that either. And I also give her a lot of credit, too, because the show has a really specific aesthetic and if you think about what it's supposed to be like a, a lot of these shows about you know 20 somethings or late 20 somethings or whatever like you know well they're all friends and they're living in the city like friends and you know will and mm -hmm. grace and like all these shows like are you know multi-camera sitcoms or they're like heavily polished and you know this had its own aesthetic where it was filmed almost like a drama, right? Like a single camera yeah. drama. She said she liked the darker aesthetic, right? She, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so, and, but also that comes from not necessarily her, what I was giving her credit was she brought in a lot of creative talent as like showrunners. Like she didn't sit there and be like, well, this is my show. I'm going to run and run the show. Mm -hmm. Like she brought in people from 30 rock. She brought in people from some other shows that she, really liked and put them in charge of that stuff. So the cinematography and all that is actually to the credit of the cinematographer, obviously and the directors, but she actually knew what she wanted. So she brought them in specifically to kind of yeah. bring that tone to the show. So, and it's great. I love it. I do too. Yeah. And I love that it wasn't supposed to be called new girl. It was supposed to be called chicks and dicks, <laughs> I saw that. Yeah. which I feel like new girl is so much more reminiscent of who Jess's character, who Jess yeah. is. And she was, Zoe Deschanel, who plays Jessica Day in the show, yeah. it wasn't written for her, but she was yeah. the person that they were like, oh, no, Jessica Day is going to be Zoe Deschanel. So she was there yeah. from ground up. She was part of casting. She helped pick all of her co-stars. And I didn't know this, oddly enough, until I was doing research for this episode. The whole style of the show she did after Freaks and Geeks. Yes, I saw that. Yeah, yeah I love that because that's such a to me, that's like. That's my first teenage angst comfort show. I yeah. loved Freaks and Geeks, and I'm so sad that it didn't give us more. Yeah. I mean, well, I I love Freaks and Geeks as well. We should do an entire episode on Freaks and Geeks. Absolutely. I mean, it, it's it's, so it's bottled up in such a way that I feel like it's, 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 it's worth touching on. But yeah, I mean, you compare those two shows too, and I think what's, uh, what's interesting about this is, and then talking about the aesthetic, right, where it's not... 
Friends. It's not, you know, I love Seinfeld. It's not Seinfeld. It's not, you know, it's nothing where it's like super polished to the point, right? That I, I think, you know, and I think we're going, we're, we're going off some of the same material, but it, when the show was supposed to be called Chicks and Dicks, that was supposed to be more of like, you know, a bunch of late 20, early 30s, you know, friends and their sexual endeavors and this around, you know, just life. And the creator like pulled it back to be like, no, like Meriwether brought it back to be more about just social relationships, like friendships, like the it wasn't about sexual mm-hmm. endeavors. It was more about just their social relationships and their friends and you know, clearly there's, there's relationships in there, but they made it more grounded and more relatable in, in to like, you know, people in that, you know, early thirties when like, you know, you, your twenties are behind you. I, I think that was one of the things I read too, is that it's supposed to connect to where you're kind of growing up and you're at a point in life where it's time to mature, but like you still want to play drinking games. <laughs> you still want to like American baby. Things. Yeah, exactly. So, I think that's one of the other things that helps this show stand out. And on top of that too, like the writing and yeah, I mean, there's a lot of shows where like, all right, I could think of other people in those roles or someone who plays a role so well, right. Where it's like, Oh wow. I can't imagine anybody else. This is like one show too, where I'm like, especially Jess, especially like Max Greenfield's Schmidt, right. Like I can't see anyone else in these characters. And I feel like at all, it's not even not- a little bit. Yeah. Right. And and even with the writing, I'm like, no, I think it's more the the delivery and the way they they, you know, hold their like create the their chemistry role, the too. Like the yeah. chemistry between the cast is incredible. Yeah. I love that. But I want to touch on one thing because I mean okay. I, I think this is probably the more well known thing, but I don't know I don't know if passive viewers who picked up on it from Netflix know the story about it. You you know do you know the story about Coach? And why yes. Coach disappears and comes back and disappears. Yes, I actually it was like, all right, where did he go? Now I have to watch the show he left us for. And yeah. I did eventually watch it. And it was great. It was a great comedy. Yeah. It was I enjoyed it. I'm I know it didn't yeah. do very well, but I really liked it. Um yeah. so yeah, he left for another show. Show got canceled. They no, even back, no, right? Well that was the thing. He, he was left already the show. On. Right? So no Pilot so episode. No, it, it's it's even it's sort of crazier, right? Okay. So, um, but you're almost there. Okay. So he did. I remember happy listening ending. to it on the podcast. I want. I listened to the New Girl rewatch podcast with the cast. Gotcha. Okay. So he did Happy Endings, which was a I believe yes. it was a mid season replacement on ABC. Um, that premiered in the in early in the year 2011 in the spring, but it wasn't expected to get picked up for a second season. So he went into pilot season, filmed the pilot for New Girl, and then somewhere in the middle of that, ABC says, oh, yeah, like we don't really have anything else to replace it, so we'll pick up happy endings for a second season. So now he filmed the pilot for New Girl. Poor guy. But couldn't get out of happy endings because it was picked up for a second season, so he had to go back to the show he was already on that that continued, which, by the way, that show ended up only lasting three seasons anyway. But, um, yeah, so then after happy endings ended... That's when they brought him back as a recurring character in was it uh, season three and four, so and then he uh, leaves again. Yeah, then he leaves nine nine, and yeah. then he comes back again. The yeah. final episodes. So, yeah, and uh, speaking of which, one of my favorite jokes was speaking of Brooklyn Nine Nine. Do you remember when they had uh, the crossover episode? Yeah, with Zoe Deschanel and the yeah, yeah. When they my, go to one the of city, my favorite right? jokes. Yeah. 
one of my favorite jokes, and and I had to watch both. I, I did watch both sides of that episode, but my favorite joke is uh, Jake from Brooklyn Nine Nine stops Zoe Deschanel in her car, and he's like, "I have to commandeer your car," and he and she goes, "It's a crossover." There's a reference <laughs> yeah. to the fact that it's a crossover, <laughs> but the fact that she's shouting, <laughs> "It's a crossover." In a crossover is hilarious. She was in a crossover shouting at the crossover in a crossover. There was a crossover inception. Inception. She wasn't meant to be like Amanda Bynes was considered for that role originally. Right. Yeah. So Amanda Bynes was considered for. Can you imagine that poor girl? Jeez Louise. I feel. Well, what's funny. (laughs) Maybe would have helped her. That's what I was going to say. I I feel like I mean, I love Zoe Deschanel to to an extent that I, I won't just sit here and, and confess my love for Zoe Deschanel, but I, I love Zoe Deschanel. Um, but I, 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 yeah, I feel like I could, a, I could see Amanda Bynes doing this. If, if it set, set her up from the beginning to be her thing and B, I feel like the character would be a little bit different, but B yeah, you're right. I think that maybe would have saved, <laughs> saved Amanda saved Bynes a little life. Bit. Yeah. yeah. But for me, I feel like Zoe Deschanel has this, which is so funny because I knew her, from Elf, like a lot of people, right? Like, yeah. so we yeah. were introduced to blonde Zoe Deschanel and Elf, who's a little yeah. bit more dry, a little bit less lovable and quirky. But this version of Zoe Deschanel is like doe-eyed, adorable, like yeah. a teacher. And I know that there's one episode where Nick has a girlfriend who's a lawyer, mm-hmm. who's like, you know, like not about Jess's quirky little girly behavior. Yeah. And Jess goes off and she's like, I rock a lot of polka dots and I have touched glitter <laughs> in the last 24 hours. <laughs> like, yeah. I just love that character. And I love that they made the main character, not your typical sex appeal, gorgeous woman. Like the yeah. main character of the show is like, uh, like you said, a relatable female. Yeah. Which I yeah. think makes it so fun. Yeah. And and she had that like, you know, in the early 2000s, there was a few movies kind of like this. She was sort of that, even though she never had a pixie cut, right? But she always kind of came off like she had that like, was it Manic Pixie Dream Girl kind of yeah. <laughs> personality? Because she was in Elf, um, which again, she's, she's adorable in that, right? But then she was in uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, which I loved her in that. She's in a bunch of stuff in the middle there too, but she was also in The Happening. She was in Yes Man, and then she was in Five Hundred Days of Summer, which I think was her big breakout. Yeah, where, I think that's when everyone fell in love with her. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, and she's been in a bunch of stuff, but like, yeah, she, especially like the early two thousands, like she was in a bunch of things. It's just that she really wasn't the. I mean, with with small exception there, but like she, yeah, you're right. Like there was a certain personality to Zoe Deschanel that I think we attribute to Jess from new girl. But at the same time too, like you watch her TikToks and stuff or you like, she says you know, she is Jess. Yeah. Like she I mean, wore it, fairy yeah. wings in high school, legitimate yeah. fairy wings. So, yeah. So I think, I think that's what it was is like, you know, everything else we've seen her in is, is, is Zoe Deschanel acting. This was the closest you probably got to her probably real quirky personality. And, the theme song to the show that's her because i know she's a singer too i mean yeah, i know it's her, her she has a band yeah but was that a song from her band or was that something just for the show she created for the show yeah she created it for the show okay for the show yeah, yeah. that was part of her contract was she would really? be able to yeah play music on the show but i feel like we'd be remiss without talking the rest of the 
the cast. So yeah, Jake Johnson ends up playing Nick Miller, who if I, I, you know, you, everybody wants to be a CC. Everybody wants to be a Jess. When it came down to it, I was a straight Nick Miller. Just, yeah, I know that about myself. <laughs> Max Greenfield played Winston. Yeah. Hannah Simone played CC. Wait, um, wait, wait. Warren- Max Greenfield played Winston Schmidt. I'm like reading it. Yeah. He's yeah. Schmidt. Sorry. <laughs> Winston. This I is so funny. Fun fact. Yeah. yeah. So Winston Bishop and Winston Schmidt Schmidt played by Max Greenfield and Lamorne Morris. There is an episode where we find out that Schmidt's real name, first name is Winston. Really? And he says to Winston, played by Lamorne Morris, <laughs> he's like, I'm taking my name back. And Winston is like, no, you're not. He's like, I'm yeah. taking my name back. And you find yeah. out that his, Schmidt's first name is Winston. And I'm reading the IMDB cast list. So thank yeah. you for catching that. Uh, Hannah Simone <laughs> plays Cece and yeah. Damon Wayne Jr. plays coach. Yeah. And, then the freaking cast of characters that oh, the make guests. cameos on the show yeah. is insanity. But I feel like Max Greenfield and Schmidt might be one of the funniest written characters yeah. on a sitcom. Yeah. He is perfection. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. And I thought about it too is because obviously like with, with TV, with any show, right. There's, the writers write the character and then the actor portrays it. This is basically how film and television works. But there has to be a point when Max Greenfield makes Schmidt his own, right? Like where he develops the cadence and how he just, how he speaks and like just Schmidt's way of speaking is on a land of its own. And I, and I got to go back and, and try to figure out like, when does that, when does he develop that? Is it from the first episode from the oh, pilot it's from or? the get go? Yeah. Yeah. So Schmidt was like based, like you said, Max Greenfield made Schmidt his own. Winston yeah. was kind of hard. And Lamorne Morris kind of talks about that. He yeah. talks about how the way that they originally wrote Winston, he was like this ex basketball star who played in Lafayette, right. which is like, he didn't play in the NBA. He didn't play like overseas. Right. He played like a tiny little <laughs> country right. where he like, you know, was a nobody. But they kept changing Winston's character and they found until they found Winston's groove. And he was kind of like he never knew who he was supposed to be. Eventually, Winston becomes a colorblind, very goofy man who's (laughs) obsessed with his cat and wears a lot of bird shirts and doesn't know that he wears insanely bright colored clothing because he thinks everything is like brown and gray. Yeah. And has no idea. (laughs) So, yeah, it's. I feel like they gave the characters over to the actors playing them and said like kind of do your thing with this yeah and i know that liz merriweather let the actors be part of the storylines like they were able to pitch ideas and she went with them like tran i know you didn't watch that far but tran was created by g johnson texting liz merriweather in the middle of the night was like i want to have uh a homeless nice Asian man whose family hates me and he never speaks except for maybe one or two episodes. Yeah. And she was like, okay, let's do it. Yeah. (laughs) And Tran's one of the funniest characters in the show and he does not speak. Oh no, I I know Tran. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm not, like I said, I went, I, I sprinkled throughout random episodes across multiple seasons. So, you know, I know about, you know, Winston's story arc becoming a police officer in later seasons and coach coming back and, all those things. I am aware. That's what I'm saying. I'm vaguely okay. aware. If all right. down to details, I don't know if we'll, I don't know if I'll get that. But yeah, I mean the guest stars in general, like there are so many Are you kidding me? Prince. 
Yeah. Like, need uh, yeah. we say more? And Prince essentially made the pitch himself. He was really? a huge New Girl fan. And he reached out to Fox and was like, I want to be a new girl. Yeah. And I'll only do it if I'm part of the reason why Jess and Nick end up together and in love. Like, I want to be part wow. of their story arc. And which even makes it more hilarious. Like, he basically was like, this is what I want the episode to be like. This yeah. is what I want to happen. I want it to be based in my house. Yeah. And they wanted, so Prince wanted them to have a party at his house that essentially brought him and brought Nick and Jess together. Yeah. And they wanted the Kardashians to be guests at that party. <laughs> and he found out about that. Yeah. And said, I, you can't air this episode if you put the Kardashians in it. Wow. I don't want admit it. And they didn't air the clips. Like, it's shot. It exists yeah. somewhere. The Kardashians are guests in Prince House, and he wouldn't let them air it. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine having that power over Fox. Wow. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, you know, to, to uh, get the Kardashians, you know, cut from an episode from a series. Um, that's impressive. a high bar. That is yeah. impressive. I also one other thing I didn't realize in just kind of going over the summary of it all. I didn't realize how early on Schmidt and CC became a couple. I felt like that drag had dragged on for some reason in my head that they didn't actually get together. They weren't for a long official time. for a few seasons. They were just banging. They were like, okay. ca- yeah, okay. they were casual. Yeah, they were real but, casual. Right, but at what point? Because at what point did that, does that turn? How many how many seasons in do they finally? I don't remember make it? what season it is, but it's about halfway through. Like it is not. Really? Yeah, it takes a while. It does yeah. drag on. Like the, that's yeah. one thing we can say about this show. Yeah, they like a slow burn. They like yeah. a real slow burn. Well, I mean, the way the show is set up, you know that Jess and Nick are gonna are destined to be together, right? They are the their chemistry was so intense, like. Yeah. Zoe Deschanel and Jake Johnson's chemistry was yeah. so intense. They specifically made it so that they could never physically touch in the first like season and a half because yeah. they were like, it is like, we're going to have to make them a couple if we give yeah. them too many scenes together yeah. where they're physically touching because their chemistry was so off the charts. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a crazy awesome. thing to have. Yeah. But, but the, I mean, the, that's the thing is like the show, you know, it's going to go there. Right. And, and for sure. And that's for any show. Right. If you look at like the office, uh, the office is a good example. I don't want to look at Pam's. Yeah. Right. Jim and Pam, like they had to get together, but they put you have to like throw roadblocks in the way and like, you know, help it help it build. And I think they don't even get together until like what season three or four officially. Yeah. I think that's okay. Right. Like that's that's okay. You have to you have to navigate that. But at some point, too, it's like, yeah, you can't keep this going on much longer. But I mean, Jess and Nick don't get together until what? Like, I mean, they get together and then they break up. Is did I get yeah. that right? Yeah. Okay. Um, they break up, but then they get back together by the end. Yes, they do, and yeah. they get married. Yeah. Yes. Okay. How long before they get together? Was it like the third season? I don't remember which season it's in, but I know that it's probably one of my favorite scenes in television. Yeah. When they finally kiss in their hallway, and yeah. it's like, oh, it's one of those yeah. final. <laughs> some, but wait, some 11 year old girl is watching that like oh, this is what I want to happen to me yeah it's not how it works ladies well what I was going to ask too is both Nick and Jess especially had other partners throughout the season yes. did you have any like if they're not together 
Who was your secondary kind of favorites for each of them? I loved the character of Russell. He comes in in the show. He's like a mm-hmm. dad at one at Jess's school that she teaches at. And he's oh. insanely rich. So much yeah. so that like he's crazy loaded. And there's this scene. And I don't know if it's in the show or it's like cut credit. But yeah, Nick is sitting in Russell's office like they have a party and she, you know, all of Jess's friends come and Nick is sitting in the office and it's like this beautiful office and he's sitting at this massive mahogany desk and he like puts Russell's cardigan on and he pretends that he's a businessman and he like picks up the phone. And he's like, hello, yeah. Mr. President, <laughs> by China. Yeah. He's like <laughs> pretending to be what it would be to be a rich man. It's like one of the funniest scenes of the show. Yeah. And I cannot remember the name of the do you remember the name of the actor that plays Russell? Oh, uh, Dur- Dur- uh, Dur- Dermot. Dermot Mulroney. <laughs> okay, yes. He is one of my favorite Jess significant others because he's just like a no bullshit kind yeah. of guy and their relationship was great. And I know it's hot take. Yeah. People were really pissed at Megan Fox when she came on the show. Yeah. First season because Zoe Deschanel was having a baby and like her character was written off as being part of uh, jury duty (laughs) and she couldn't like communicate with anyone and people really liked Megan Fox. Yeah. And Fox was actually considering replacing Zoe Deschanel with Megan Fox, which is insane to me. Yeah, that is insane. insane to me. But then they eventually got the backlash of people were really pissed because it really hindered the Nick and Jess love yeah. storyline. Well, where was Nick and Jess's storyline at that point when they they were, when, had both been dating other people? Yeah, okay. but it just it was like it was. I'm looking at like their faces. I need to take the actors' names off because I'm going to keep saying the actor instead of the character. <laughs> but it was Schmidt and Cece's wedding. Okay, and he wants to take Megan Fox to the wedding, and everyone's like, "No, that should be when you know Nick and Jess get back together." And yeah. I liked Megan Fox on the show. Yeah. She was like very deadpan, hilarious pharmaceutical salesperson who always had these like insane drugs in her. Yeah. <laughs> travel on suitcase. And yeah, she just lived in Jess's room for a while. It was a f- very funny storyline, but yeah. it also felt to me like, like you could feel like they were just replacing Zoe Deschanel. Cause she was having a baby. Like yeah. you could feel well, that. I, I saw some TikToks recently too, talking about, you know, different TV shows and how they try to hide, a character when they're pregnant and like, you know, hide the belly and and do all kinds of crazy things. And they talked about how in new girl. Yeah. Like she goes off to jury duty. And at one point, I don't know if she's pregnant again or she comes back and they just said, fuck it. And like you watch new girl and there's like scenes where it's like, yeah, Zoe Deschanel is clearly pregnant. Like they're not even covering it up. She just (laughs) has a giant belly and they're not addressing it. And it's kind of funny. It is. Yeah. So is that officially your kind of take is, if Jess didn't exist, Nick should have been with Reagan. And if, if I don't uh, know, I don't know if I like Nick with yeah. Reagan, but I liked the comedy between them. I liked how different they were. Like she was a super successful, hot smoke show. And he was just like yeah. this hot mess bartender <laughs> bar owner who was trying to write hilarious mystery novels. And <laughs> <laughs> like he could have been the next, uh, next knives out could have yeah. had Nick Miller's novels, but I don't know. It was. I, I don't know. I think maybe. Maybe those would yeah. be my choices. But I really did like Russell for Jess. I thought they were very funny. Yeah. For Winston, did you 
uh, approve of Allie, his partner, his... Uh, yeah, she was hilarious. Yeah. In the beginning, she's very serious. And then by the end yeah. of the show, they let her be just as quirky as Winston yeah. is. And I love I love that. Yeah, because when you initially meet her, it's kind of like she's, yeah, she's all business. She's all, yeah, like really tight, buttoned up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Doesn't she have like an addiction to Chinese game shows or like Korean game shows or something? And like she was apparently a huge winner on some, I don't remember what it is, but it's like an Asian game show. And she like won all these insane prizes. And it's like her big secret. And Winston goes to her apartment and she's got like these insane things that she won from this game show. And it is hilarious. Yeah. But that that is, I think that was perfectly written. Yeah. On Winston still, do you think, like clearly Winston was written in because Coach wasn't in the show and they had to kind of figure out how to, how to navigate that. Rather. And I'll give them credit, right? Because they could have very easily been like, oh, okay, we're just going to swap you know, Morris in for Wayne's and then that'll be it. And that, and you know, Morris is now coach or put someone else in there. Right. But they didn't do that. They wrote him as a whole new character. And then, uh, you know, coach, you know, went to go move in with his girlfriend off, off screen. But do you think if Damon Wayne's junior didn't leave the show that you would have, he would have been better than Winston. I mean, that's maybe it's an unfair question. They felt too similar in the beginning. Like, I feel like yeah. they had to really differentiate Winston from coach. Like, yeah, Winston came also came in as an athlete. And I know Liz Merriweather talks yeah. about how she didn't want to reshoot the entire pilot to replace yeah. Damon Wayans with Lamorne Morris. So they were very similar in the beginning. And I feel like once yeah. I differentiated Winston and made him like the, you know, a horrible, puzzled, doing, weird, colorblind dude that he was. Yeah. There was room for both of them. Yeah. To me, the comedy was a lot better at that point. Yeah. But yeah, Winston was definitely they they had to work the kinks out with that. Even I started rewatching the beginning and I was like, wow, Winston's a tough sell. The first three yeah. episodes, you're like, oh, boy. <laughs> well, what's funny, too, is if you're curious about the the chemistry between Jake Johnson and, and coach, have you ever seen the movie Let's Be Cops? Yeah, Which is. Yeah. So like that almost gives you like a little taste of like, oh, here's what would have happened if if, you know, uh, Damon Wayne Jr. stuck around and was in the show and like what their chemistry would have been as as friends. Like you kind of get like a little glimpse of that, which was cool, um, which funny enough, I actually went to Fox's offices to watch the screening for Let's Be Cops. And my and the reason I can time box when it was is because. We all had our, you know, we're in the screening room. You're not allowed to have your cell phones or anything. It's like me and other people from the press. And as soon as the movie's over, I, I pick up my phone. All of a sudden, everyone starts like, like, like picking up their phones and checking what they, you know, missed. And all of a sudden, like everyone's seems concerned. And I open up my phone. And that's when uh, Robin Williams um, oh, passed. Oh, so like while so I was dark. watching so the dark. screening. Yeah. But like while I was watching the screening for Let's Be Cops. Um, A very when, hilarious uh, comedy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and, and that's the thing, too, is like Jake Johnson, I, who I've met, by the way, and had conversations with and is a super amazingly nice human being. Actually, I think I met him doing an interview with him for Let's Be Cops after uh, I saw the screening, but super nice guy. He's like one of those like I and he did. He did a bunch of different movies while New Girl was happening and then post New Girl. Um, Drinking which, Buddies is one of my favorite movies. 
Is it really? It's like it's and one it's of those so movies where dry. There's really nothing happening. But yeah. I think I just watched it at a time where I needed to watch something like that. And so there's like a an emotional connection for me watching yeah. it. But I'd never seen him in anything like that before. Yeah. Where he isn't the funny guy. Yeah. So I think that's why I liked it so much. Is he not the funny guy in Drinking Buddies? Not really. Okay. It's like a little bit funny, but and I also <laughs> used used to be a very big Olivia Wilde fan. So Yeah. <laughs> not anymore, Olivia. Yeah. Are we on Pratt is, is Olivia Munn okay? Do are we allowed to like her? Because she, yeah. also, which, look at her. Well, I was gonna say bringing it back. She's like she, she shows up in New Girl somewhere, right? Yes, she's like a stripper that um, Jake Johnson dates. Okay, and she rides okay. a motorcycle, and she's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I like Olivia Munn better than Olivia Wilde. That's well, I mean, again, talking about all the cameos, Gordon Ramsay makes a cameo. Yeah. Well, I as, feel like it's a very Fox television thing for them to do. Yeah. It's like shoehorn. How how many cameos and stuff can we get? But I'll give the show credit, right? Like the show got me to not hate Megan Fox, right? Like it made Agreed. Megan Fox likable. So I'll, I'll give them credit. Transformers, I feel like we were all like, she was awful on set. Michael Bay had to fire her because she was on her cell phone all the time. <laughs> Oddly <laughs> enough, I used to be a manager for a restaurant that was a chain steakhouse. And one of the like training things our boss would always talk about when it came to cell phones is how Megan Fox got fired by Michael Bay for her cell phone use on set. <laughs> if you could be fired from a billion dollar franchise. We could fire you from Outback Steakhouse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like one of my favorite uh, things. Oh, well, that, something I read this morning that I love. Did you know that Jess's character was loosely based off of Diane Keaton? No. I Wait, love how, what's that. What's that connection? How does that, how so, does that work? Just that she, she just loved Diane Keaton's like kind of her sense of style, the way that yeah. she's a little bit off kilter. She's not like your typical you know, I mean, Diane Keaton is beautiful. We all know that. But like Diane Keaton is one of the most fashionable women in Hollywood. And it's all Diane Keaton's own style. Like, you know, yeah. Diane Keaton, if you took her head off just by the clothes oh, yeah. she's wearing, it's Diane Keaton. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess Liz Merriweather was a big fa fan of Diane Keaton and kind of based her like giddiness. But also, you know, she's pretty smart. And uh, when I was listening to the New Girl podcast, I did not know Hannah Simone, who plays Cece, is insanely intelligent she worked for the really? un yeah what? she's so smart yeah she's like that ivy league educated she worked for the un huh. and and they make her play like that's another thing is like she's not just a dumb model on the show yeah you know she has yeah. so much depth and I was going to say, I do like how the show doesn't lean in especially for the female characters like it doesn't try to lean into stereotypes like to your point, the show, the show's initial premise or what Fox originally wanted to be focused on, you know, like the sex lives of these characters, like that just seems like caricatures of what, you know, other sitcoms like rinse and repeat, whereas this felt a lot more earnest. And I think that has to do with the fact of like the, the age at which the characters are at in their lives, where they're not young and stupid. Like, yeah, they're in their early thirties. They're allowed to be like, they're allowed yeah. to, you know, be more mature, but also have fun at the same time. But also like that anxiety of like, Oh shit, I'm, I, 
I'm not in my 20s anymore. I have to make life decisions. Jake Johnson, when he got the role, the first episode, he said, I feel like Nick would be sitting on the couch for this. Yeah. I feel like Nick would be sitting down for this and like got to sit on the couch for most of the first episode yeah. while everybody else had to stand and hit their marks and all this other stuff. And then by the second episode, he was like, you know what? I feel like Nick would probably just be sitting on the couch drinking a beer. I feel like yeah. we should keep that going. And Jake Johnson intentionally made it so that he could be sitting most of the show. So that he could be sitting down drinking beer on purpose while everyone else had to work. And they were so pissed because they were like in the beginning, they're like, why does he keep doing that? And he's like, you wait, you wait, this is going to pay off. And eventually he just got to be sitting on the couch all the time, drinking beer while everybody else had to stand for hours and their marks and do stuff. And he's like, "Ah, I'm just sitting over here, drinking fake beer, (laughs) which is a very Nick thing to do. Yeah. I mean, I think that's, that's good that the, that the actors had that leeway to define how their characters would act and where they'd be, you know, cause that, that's the thing. I think that's a defining, you know, Nick is a sort of like, I don't want to say slacker. That's the wrong word, but he's, uh, he's, I mean, he this? went he's, to law school and dropped out. So he's clearly right. intelligent. Right. But he's, it's kind of like, it's kind of like an, it's in, it's always sunny where, you know, Frank was successful. He's got, you know, money in the bank and he just, you know, wants to like, you know, throw away the expectations of society and just be like, I'm going to act the way I want to act and I'm going to do what yeah. I want to do. It's the same thing kind of with Nick where, yeah, he went to law school, did all these things. And he's just like, I I just want to be a bartender. This is what I want to do. I want to write a book. I want to, you know, like he just goes to, with the flow of what he enjoys in life and not necessarily, you know, aspiring for anything that would quote unquote, be more successful because it wouldn't make him happy, you know? So, and I think that's a fair conflict to have at that age in life too. Yeah, so like, agreed. you know, talking about like comfort shows, like, yeah, it's, it's okay to like not know what you want or know what you want. And for it to not be anything extravagant or large or just, you know, be very simple. I lo- I mean, it gave me permission to be a bartender till I was 30. <laughs> <laughs> three years old. Um, yeah. One of the, you know, like I love my little fun facts. And one of my favorite ones is coach's first name is Ernie. Yeah. Just like the character from cheers who goes by coach and his character's oh, yeah. first name is Ernie. And that was Liz Merriweather's not to one of her favorite shows. I didn't know that either. That's crazy. I was like one of my favorite ones. I was like, Oh, that's cute. Yeah. Are there any other nods to anything else? Or there's obviously the connection to, we said freaks and geeks, right? There's the connection to like 30 rock. There's the connection to cheers. You're saying like, is there any other connections that I um, might yeah, have There's missed? quite a few. So yeah, more like people call them continuity goofs. And I was, I don't know if you've yeah. read this article too. It's uh, no. a January media media article, but in season one of new girl, Jess talks about the show bridge to Terabithia. Mm-hmm. which she stars in, in 2007. Yeah. <laughs> so before the show. Yeah. And in season two, Schmidt mentions Cal Penn. And then later in season five, they bring Cal Penn in to play her current character. And Nick has a poster of him for the JC Brooks and Uptown Sound in his bedroom. Yeah. Which we were just talking about Aubrey Plaza before we started recording. But Jake Johnson, yeah. who plays Nick Miller, stars as a lead character alongside yes. Aubrey Plaza in the band's music video for uh, Rouse Yourself in 2013. But oh, my f- 
yeah, one of my favorite is yeah. Nick Miller in the show talks about how dinosaurs aren't real. Like that's one of the things about Nick Miller. He's just ridiculous. He's <laughs> like, there's no way dinosaurs are real. We can't. Dinosaurs yeah. weren't real. He then goes on to yeah. um, a star as a supporting yeah. role in Jurassic World. Yeah. And the other thing is when Jess and she dates this guy called Dr. Sam, when they break up, she's like laying on the couch, crying, hysterically listening to Taylor Swift. Yeah. And Taylor yeah. Swift love that. So then she comes as a cameo later yes. on as the reason that Cece's husband doesn't want to marry her and yeah. ends the wedding because he wants to be with Elaine, who's played by Taylor Swift, which is so funny because they did it on purpose. They put Taylor Swift in heels. Yeah. Because the guy that Cece's marrying is so short. So he yeah. like runs to her and she's like a full foot and a half taller than him. <laughs> so, it's pretty hilarious. But yeah, yeah, those are some of the nods to the, you know, I would say more later on into the show. Yeah. But I like that. I like the show. I mean, the Me show clearly doesn't take itself so, so seriously in that aspect. So I, I do have an appreciation for that. But yeah, no, it's a great show. Also, you mentioned, and this is where I thought you were going with it, is Jake Johnson and the the music video you said for oh yeah with Zoe Deschanel, I mean with Aubrey Plaza. A girl. Um, they're also in the movie together. Safety not guaranteed. I haven't watched that yet. Little... You haven't watched that? No, I have to because I know I would love it. It's okay. I mean, it's mainly. I mean, Jake is not a major character in the movie. I mean, well, he's in the movie. He's the he's a major character, but like it's predominantly. Mark Duplass and, and Aubrey, Aubrey Plaza, whose name I got stopped. My, my, my brain, as I'm saying her name always, it's always like replacing the B with the D and, and pronouncing it Audrey instead of Aubrey. Um, I love her. We love her. Yeah. Just so you know, this podcast, we are big Aubrey Plaza fans. Huge Aubrey Plaza fans. But yeah, I, yeah, the show is, the show is great. Now, just to cut to the end, how did you feel about the way the show, because we talked about this on another episode about how, TV shows and and like their series finales and how it could be good or bad. Well, that was mainly dramas. This is obviously a comedy. So how did, how did you feel about the way they wrapped up in the in the last season? Before I say that one, like nod to another show before I forget, which I think yeah. you'll probably really like this. Peter Gallagher plays Schmidt's dad. Yeah. And then in the OC, <laughs> Schmidt comes into the OC to play a younger Peter Gallagher. Does he really? Yeah. <laughs> I just thought that was really funny. But um, so the way that the show ended, it felt like it was getting canceled and they yeah. had to wrap shit up really quickly, which is a bummer. Yeah. And on the podcast with it's hosted by Zoe Deschanel, Lamorne Morris and yeah. Hannah Simone. So they've had everyone on the show from there. Yeah. And as I'm saying this, I just realized who I want just to be with. And I'll say it after I just okay. remembered my favorite. Yeah. cameo and I'm sure you're going to agree with it as soon as I say it okay. but I felt like the last season was funny like I laughed really yeah. hard there's some really quotable lines in that show it's really like that the whole sh the whole show is very quotable but yeah. it felt not final it like they have like kind of a flashback at the end where you kind of see everybody's lives like much later yeah. and everything's kind of wrapped up but yeah it was only like seven episodes or something ridiculous like that. It was right? eight. I was going to, I was going to okay, mention yeah. that. So every season was, like was anywhere between 22, 22 <laughs> yeah. to 25 episodes. And, and the reason I mentioned this too, is because, especially because a lot of people probably know the show from Netflix and not from the original airings on Fox because of the way, like it just goes to the next episode, next episode. I don't even know if a lot of people even recognize 
that the sh- that it's the final season when it gets into the final eight because you know you just go for the next episode but correct me if i'm wrong the last season the entire season flashes forward like it jumps in time or is it just the last episode so no it kind of jumps in time the whole okay. season but the final episode has like a further further two minute ending of the whole episode is where they're like showing Nick and Jess's kids playing yeah. in Bears jerseys, playing with Cece and Schmidt's kids and Allie. Nice. You know, like it's they kind of go way further in the future. But, you know, it felt rushed. And every single yeah. character or every single person on the cast has said they would come back to do like all these shows are having their like resurgence one season or, you know, whatever it may be like uh, Gilmore Girls. We talked about that. They came back yeah. for a four episode kind of wrap up because everybody hated how that season ended. Yeah. And they've all said they would come back to do another season, a final season to give the show like the ending it deserved. Well, that Fox took from them. What was I going to say? All right. So the final season jumps ahead from the end of season six by three years. Yes. And then as we go through, then there's, there's again, there's eight episodes. The eighth episode is the series finale. And that's where, we get into what you're talking about, which is like some uh, additional flash forward. So we're from season six, we jump forward three years. And then at the last episode, we, we end uh, even further. <laughs> well, yeah. Cause the last episode is a month after their wedding. And yeah. then we also flash forward even further. So that's hard to do. Cause I mean, you, at that point you've already kind of flashed and flashed and flashed. Like you've jumped so much forward in time. At Maybe that they could point. fill that gap. You think like that's, between- you think that's it? I don't know. I don't know. Or maybe it could be their kids, but like, I feel like there's something there and they talk about like, maybe we could all live in the same housing development. Maybe we could all, you know, like our kids go to the same school. Like there are hijinks to be had. Yeah. But um, old girl, we do a whole new show. It'd be a (laughs) spinoff. New girls, new girl. Yeah. But I don't know why I didn't say this and I can't believe it because my favorite there's two scenes in this show where I laugh until like I almost piss myself. Okay. And one of them has to do when Jess is dating a teacher from her school played by Justin Long. I was going to say they, I kept seeing, that is yeah. that is to me who Jess should have ended up with because they were so perfect for each other. Yeah. But she's never had sex with anyone other than her first boyfriend that you know cheats on her which is why she leaves and moves into the loft and she's not sure what to do and she goes to this lingerie store and gets something called the starfish and it's like this insane it's just like straps and she puts it the it's like the most just thing to do she she puts it on over like a cotton bra that's like purple striped and like not matching underwear and someone i think it might be schmidt tells her she's got a role play yeah. <laughs> to like get it going. And so she turns into an old time newscaster yeah. and Justin Long <laughs> pretends to be Walter Cronkite. Yeah. And it's like the funniest fucking scene. And she's like, let me get let me shit a little bit of that caboose. And he's like, oh, yeah. caboose. You want to see the caboose? <laughs> and it's so fucking funny. And then someone tells her that she should do some light choking, that he might be into it. Yeah. And <laughs> He's like, let's just be normal after the role playing. And she's like, okay. And they're like, just kissing like normal. And then all of a sudden she just reaches up and starts strangling him. He's like, I gotta go. I'm sorry, I forgot to go. (laughs) It's like one of the funniest scenes of the show. So if I'm changing my answer from Russell 
to that because he he is they are so fucking funny together yeah justin long said when they filmed that the the whole crew had to walk off set because you could hear them laughing so hard and they wanted to get it done in one (laughs) take and they like kind of came up with that themselves yeah (laughs) zoe deschanel was like i like when we were about to film that they couldn't get it together to film it because they were practicing their accents together and justin long was just like i i could not stop laughing (laughs) at all and when she got serious with it he was like i realized i had to get serious because we're never gonna get this take and yeah it's just like oh my god it like makes me cry when i think about it yeah, I was going to say, I think that's fair because, I mean, he comes up a lot and then um, yeah. there's a few of the people that come up every once in a while when you talk about New Girl. But it's also funny because, like, you look at the list of actors that have popped up in the show. Uh, Mary Elizabeth Ellis, who is um, uh, the waitress from Always Sunny, uh, mm-hmm. she comes up. A person who I never actually know his name, which is kind of funny because he's had bit parts over other TV shows and things. He was on Veep. He was on the office as the IT guy who they didn't know his name. Yeah. <laughs> who played Robbie on New Girl. Nelson Franklin is the actor. From Freaks and Geeks, Linda Cardellini uh shows up as Abby Day. Mm-hmm. Um which and is a nod yeah. to Freaks and Geeks. You know, that's our Freaks and Geeks nod. Exactly. But she's, you know, I love her so much. Yeah. Um I just watched and then, Finish Dead to Me and she's so good in that show. Yeah. Angela Kinsey, who is uh also from The Office. And uh, yeah, she plays one of the teachers and Jamie Lee Curtis plays Jess's mom. Yeah. Yeah. Which is awesome. It, they definitely have a really good, and that's the thing too, is it's what I will say with probably the exception of Prince, there doesn't (laughs) feel like a lot of mugging when they have guest stars. It doesn't seem like it's like, Oh, look at the guest star. Just they're here playing themselves. Right. It's not like they have a, to give them some credit as much as you can flush it out as a guest role. Like anyone who's popped up in these like smaller roles, like the Jamie Lee Curtis, like when they Josh do show Cad. up, are you kidding me? Josh yeah. Gad plays bear claw, which is another fun fact <laughs> for people that do watch the show a lot. There is a reference to a bear in every single episode of the show. Is there really? So whether it's a postcard on the fridge, which is a picture of a bear bear yeah. claws character, someone says something about a bear, yeah. There is a reference to a bear in every single episode of the show. Isn't that huh. nuts? Yeah. Well, funny enough, do you know who one of the writers of the show is? No. Nope. guy named Brett Bear. Well, Bretty boy did himself right. He was one of the uh, he, he was one of the people that did uh, work on 30 Rock also came over to New Girl. Isn't Adam Brody does a cameo in New Girl, too? I'm pretty sure as one of Jess's ex-boyfriends. She's like best that friends. All right. Yeah. Oh, and Rob but- Reiner plays her dad. Just yes. Oh, that's that's who I kept yeah. I kept forgetting. Yeah, I love Rob Reiner and I love he's I hilarious love in this role. He's yeah. such a fucking funny dude. But that's what I mean, especially like the parents and like when they show up, they're not mugging like the, no. I, they yes, feel their like they're great. Yeah, they're they're like well drawn characters. And I have an appreciation for that because you think about other shows and, and where like, quote unquote, famous guest stars pop up. It's just there for like the studio audience to like clap and be like, oh, I love this person. And they're here. Like, whereas a new girl, clearly also there's not a studio. There's no studio audience. And then second to that. Yeah. The um, the way it's the way it's all done is they they come in and they have characters. And oh, Dennis Farina plays Nick's dad, who's like yeah. a legend in himself. Yeah. 
yeah. and plays like the shistiest shyster of all shysties as Nick's dad. And that's again, another character where he can't, he comes on, you're like, holy shit, like that's yeah. Dennis Farina. And then he plays perfectly his character. They all do. Yeah. I didn't want to say it because I didn't want to okay. uh, prematurely murder him, but uh, uh, he he passed away in 2013, actually. He so. did. And that's what they wrote him off the show as that's when Nick's dad dies on the show. Yeah. Yeah. And he only wanted Elvis at his wedding and the Elvis impersonator doesn't show up. Jess puts the outfit on and pretends to be Elvis and sings in the ghetto at Nick's dad's I mean, funeral. <laughs> here's the thing. As someone who is attracted to Zoe Deschanel in, in this show and other things. <laughs> It definitely breaks my brain to see her dressed up as Elvis. It was so good. Yeah. But yeah. Do you have a favorite episode before we uh, to tidy things up? I don't know if I have a favorite episode. I have favorite moments. Like I told you the yeah. one, my second funniest moment on the show. There is a scene where Cece ends up bartending at the bar for Nick. He now owns yeah. the bar. And she wants a popcorn machine yeah. <laughs> and he doesn't want it because he thinks it'll smell and it's like a pain in the ass to clean. Yeah. But Jess wants Nick and Cece to get together because she thinks that they have a crush on each other. So yeah. she approaches Nick to talk to him about him getting together with Cece, but she doesn't say it in so many words. She's like trying yeah. to beat around the bush to see if he's interested. He thinks she's talking about the popcorn machine. Yeah. And uh, essentially it leads to the most hilarious dialogue where Jess thinks that Nick is calling Cece's vagina smelly and oily yeah. and that <laughs> Jess is offering to help clean it out for Nick. It's just if you have not watched that scene, please pull the clip up because it is sometimes I, if I'm in a bad mood, I just pull that clip yeah. up to like laugh until tears come out because it's incredible. The smell. the smell. She takes care of it. Yeah. I don't think the smell will be a problem. That was, like, I mean, really got to get in there and wash it out. Yeah. You got to scrub it out. I'm sure there's like solvents and soaps and, uh, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, I mean, what's funnier about it too, what makes that scene funny to me is Zoe Deschanel's delivery of her lines where yeah, she's sort of defensive, but also wants to help, but is also getting offended as it keeps going. As she's going and she's offering to help clean. I like, I love my friends very yeah. much. I'm sorry. I'm not cleaning any of your snatches for you. <laughs> I just love you all very much, but it's not happening. Well, that's how much Jess care uh, cares. I guess the, so. The one last thing I will say too is in the show and I was going over everything too is, and I've been to this city many a times. Um, uh, and I'll be there next month. Jess's character comes from Portland, Oregon. Yes. She's very Portland. I feel like the show would have like, with the exception of trying to explain how fashion model CC is in Portland, I was like, I could have almost seen this show being based in Portland. That's like, fair. The episodes yeah. they do in Portland are incredible. So yeah, but all around a great show, and I love Zoe Deschanel. Um, it is just and, one of my favorite comfort shows. I love, I love a comedy where it's so well written that every two minutes there's a joke where you really have to listen to it when you rewatch it. Yeah. Uh, you're getting so much more every single time I find another joke. Yeah. yeah. It's, and it's, I, it's I've got, I've had a few people in my life. I wish I could have given them a douchebag jar and collected money from their douchebaggery. So <laughs> I just want to, I, I mean, I don't, I, you know, I'm jealous of their apartment. There's a lot of like TV, you know, uh, That's roommate, a good apartments. roommate apartment. Yeah. See, it's not New York, so it's a little bit more believable that it's like in this, you know, it's it's an old loft apartment in some, you know, offshoot area neighborhood in L.A. somewhere. That but, they're not um, supposed to have 
four roommates in. Right. Exactly. Again, landlord episodes. Hilarious. Yeah. Well, this is cool. This has been awesome. Yeah. I'm glad I, I'm, you know, I'm glad I was able to contribute something to this. Not you contributed being a, super a lot, fan. probably just as much as I did. Well, I think I even underestimate my own. I wish you would watch of, it all. I wish you would watch it. All. I will. I think I'll go you back. really I'll, love it. I mean, going into doing these episodes for like this, this podcast, there's sometimes where I'm like, oh yeah, no, it's, it's good to, you know, like gives me an excuse to go back and watch something. And but, they're short, so you can just just watch a little, just a little laughter, Tommy. Just well, a little laughter like this, this is a good, like, just put it on the background and let it roll and just, like, yeah. you know, listen to the jokes and stuff and kind of show. And, and I and I will give them credit, like, too. Like, they bring characters back and they, you know, people don't just show up for an episode and then disappear and never get spoken about again. Like, you know, people show up multiple times from, like, season one. They show back up in season four and then, you know... So I have an appreciation for how well the show was made. And I was going to ask, too, has Elizabeth Merriweather, has she done any other shows since? This is probably something I should know. Yeah. But um, I don't. Let's see. Yeah. What has Little Miss Lizzie done? She Um, just did The Dropout, which uh, was one of the biggest shows of... Oh, yeah. ...of 2022. Uh, about Elizabeth Holmes. Yep. Uh, she did Bless This Mess, which was like very short-lived with Dak Shepard. And she apparently was on No Strings Attached, which she loosely based New Girl off of. She said it wouldn't have happened if she wasn't part of No Strings Attached. Yeah. But that was before. So yeah. since Bless This Mess, Single Parents, and The Dropout. Yeah. Well, we'll Not much. Not much. Not much. No. But all right. Fair enough. Well, good chat. It was awesome. Hope everyone has a great day. And thanks for listening to me fangirl about Zoe Deschanel with Tom. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I'm going to go. I'm going to go watch my, my filmography of Zoe Deschanel now. Let's get my, As will I. My Zoe fix. So, cool. See you later. Bye. Bye. Gave me cookie, guy. You cookie.